Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to the Sit Down with Steph podcast. As promised, today I'm bringing you the second part of my conversation with Amaline on mental health. This is a two part episode, so if you have not yet listened to the first part of our conversation, that should be the last episode that I posted. So I would encourage you to listen to that before you listen to this one, just so you kind of have some more context and you know what we talked about previously. But we talk about a lot of the same topics, so mental health, differences in mental health between Canada and Ireland, and a lot of just good advice and coping strategies on how to build, develop, and maintain positive mental health. I really love this conversation. I think the second part is just as good as the first part, so I'm so excited for you all to listen. And without further ado, let's just get into it. Another kind of section that we wanted to discuss are just some of our suggestions, so different ways to practice or promote positive mental health. And I mean, we, we talked a lot about the importance of having this positive mental health and having strategies that work for you. So now we're kind of going to give our recommendations about some things that we do to maintain our positive mental health. So yeah. um, do you want to share yours? Yeah, so I said music, number one, because it is something that has gotten me through a lot of hard days and a lot of good days as well. Um, and it's something I, I, I include young musicians songs on my podcast for the reason being that I think when people say mental health, we forget that music has actually such a big uh, link to our mental health. Like music is an actual type, form of therapy Yes. Uh, for people who go through mental health issues um, and people forget that like we just hear it so often we hear it when we go for walks we hear it on the radio we hear it you know whatever sound you make it's music and I think we hear sound so much that we forget music can actually be quite soothing um, so for me sitting down listening to there's so many playlists on YouTube and Spotify it is unreal both are completely free so just to sit down even type a word even type I don't know um, sad or happy or confused and there's so many different playlists that you come across um that just describe your feelings and it's kind of like a thing as well to me that when you listen to a song you know oh I'm feeling the same as that person I'm actually not alone and sometimes when there's a big like two-hour playlist you're like okay I'm really not alone now and it's that huge connection I think to music that that that, uh, people have so for me that would be my first one um my second one is to, to promote positive mental health is actually to educate yourself. It's a huge, huge thing that I'm trying to push for at the moment. And it's for so many reasons, because, you know, educating yourself on mental health, when you have a bad mental health day or a good mental health day, I don't think it matters because to educate yourself on what to do, like we said earlier, what to do when someone says, actually, I had a super day today. What to do when somebody says, actually, I'm having a really hard time at the moment. Educating yourself on maybe the places to call, um, the people to talk to, the right things to say, the right things to do, they're all really, really important. And even if you're sitting here listening to this now going, okay, I actually don't know anybody who's going through like a hard time mental health wise at the moment. It doesn't matter, educate, listening to podcasts, listening to videos or whatever about mental health, even doing this now, that's educating yourself on mental health and it's going to have an impact on you so you can apply it to yourself and, and you, so you apply it to your friends, your family that come to you. 
And another way I practice positive mental health would be to actually watch just funny videos on YouTube again. This is all very audio orientated. I'm just, I'm just realizing now. But uh, I watch like funny animal videos, like funny cat videos or dog videos or whatever. Or um, Sean, Sean Flanagan is a TikToker that I interviewed um, a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, he's an incredible guy. He does really empowering motivational speeches on TikTok um, from about 30 seconds to 60 seconds. And it's just to take time out of your day to listen to what he has to say. And even I go through the comments sometimes to see how other people are feeling. And it's that human connection I find, especially through through lockdown, that nobody can meet in person. It's that human connection that, you know, um, when you're feeling confused, you're going through a breakup or you're, I don't know, you, you can't put how you're feeling into words. Finding a video like that or even taking your mind off that is such a, a powerful way to practice your positive mental health. So for me, that's what I do. Right. Those are really good. I actually, I, I can't believe I forgot about music, first of all, because music <laughs> is a big part of my life. So you reminded yeah. me about that. I definitely do the funny thing. I like just anything funny, like I'm down for that. And education, that's a really good one. I didn't have that on my list, but I mean, I commend all the listeners who are listening to this episode right now, because like definitely. on the inside, you're taking a step, you're educating yourself, you're learning. And I mean, I would encourage you to continue doing that. Just like, I'm sure we will too. <laughs> but yeah. we have, here are some of my suggestions. These are some things that I do for myself. Recently, I've tried to get into yoga and meditation. That was, I, I know a lot of people, I think, tried to do this during the lockdown, but I yeah. really did make an effort and I find that they really helped me. I know that's very cliche because I feel like everyone says, oh, you know, I sat down, I meditated and I had this spiritual journey and it was just so wonderful. Mm -hmm. Personally, it took some work for me. It was not like I could just sit down and meditate and just, you know, feel this clarity, but consistency and practicing it and doing it consistently really is just the key and that's what helped me and now I really look forward to it like I sometimes I don't want to do yoga I'm like oh I'm so busy and I you know I'm feeling fine like why do I need to do yoga right now but it's only like after I do my yoga and I do the practice and I realize okay like I feel fine now like I feel even better maybe before I was like holding on to something I was stressed and I kind of didn't realize that until I did my yoga and released everything. And now I really feel good. So yeah. movement, meditation, exercise is really big as well. Maybe you're not like, you know, a yoga person, a slow kind of movement person. Maybe you really like to do those hardcore workouts. I have a balance of both myself. So, I mean, do that. That's awesome. Movement is just so great. Even just like put on music and have your own little dance party. Like anything yeah. like that. It's just fun and it gets you moving and you ultimately are kind of clearing your head without really you know sitting down and meditating which can be difficult yeah. and intimidating sometimes and then these are just kind of two suggestions it's kind of basic but just having downtime to do the things that you enjoy and taking time for yourself this is a very broad thing I'm not going to tell you what to do because it's a very personal thing it's like Maybe for you, it's watching a TV show. Maybe for someone else, it's, you know, the hardcore workout that really works for them. It's a very personal thing, but scheduling time for that and making it as, you know, serious on your calendar as like a class. 
where you're like, okay, this is one hour that I'm going to block out for myself. And I'm going to actually like take time to do things that I enjoy. And I'm going to commit to it. Like I would commit to attending like a class. I wouldn't skip a class. So why would I skip taking care of myself? Because we should realize that that is even more important taking care of ourselves. So just having time to yourself and doing things that you like, trust me, you'll come out of it feeling more refreshed and that will definitely help you build positive mental health if you do these things consistently. That is the key, consistency, trust me. Yeah, I love that you said that as well, just, just taking time to yourself and, the, and the, the fact that, you know, you take that time out of your day. So many yeah. people forget that or they do it once a week or twice a week, whatever. Yeah, the consistency bit I love. And can I ask as well, what do you have an app you use for yoga meditation or is it YouTube or what do you use? It's been YouTube because I have not, like, I don't know of any good yoga apps right now. I need to look into it more, but because I just started kind of like very basic, like I wasn't going to pay money until like I was very committed to it. So I just thought, you know, like what's so easy, just searching a video on YouTube and that's it. But there are some great YouTube videos out there for yoga. So, I mean, you don't have to pay money and get like a crazy gym membership or buy some like yoga studio stuff like YouTube is free and there are great videos there but I mean any yoga app recommendations I will well I have an app called fit on that I really like so it has exercises it has meditation and it has yoga it has morning stretches evening stretches I don't do enough of it I will put my hands up (laughs) and say I don't do as much as I should um no so I have to I have to start scheduling it now more but what and it's completely free and it's optional to pay so if you want to pay it's so many euros or dollars whatever you want to call it um a week and you get meal plans as well but that's only if you want to go very seriously oh, wow. um but no it's fantastic because they have so many different uh they have yoga and then they have post-pregnancy and they have pre-pregnancy and they have um if you have no equipment or you want equipment you can even put in the time that you want so if you only want five to ten minutes or 40 minutes to an hour anything and it's just so flexible it's fantastic so that's my huge recommendation for a yoga meditation exercise has all three and it's just yeah called fit on you find it on google app or play store anything so that's my recommendation for that i love it i'm definitely gonna look into that when we're finished (laughs) honestly it sounds really good yeah yes so we've kind of talked about some things that you can do to help yourself develop positive mental health So we're going to kind of shift now and talk about how you can support someone else on their mental health journey. So Amelie, do you want to give your suggestions for this section? Um, Really what I found is, especially doing the podcast, is just listening. Um, And it's the only thing really that I think people forget how powerful listening is. And I heard a quote and it's not the exact quote, so don't (laughs) don't take it from me. But what it basically said was that we have one mouth and two ears. So we should listen twice as much as we talk. I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk about your mental health, but when you hear people go through, when you hear people's stories or when you hear people say, actually, I'm going through a hard time, it's to sit and to listen to what they have to say and not jump in and say, oh yeah, I went through the same thing. Or, oh yeah, I share my friends, cousins, brothers, dog, you know, whatever or link it back to yourself going yeah he went through something like way worse than that it's not a big deal it's a big deal for that person 
So what you need to do for, for me is just, for my advice is just to sit down and listen to that person, hear what they have to say and go, okay, how can I help you? Do you want me to give you guidance? Do you want me to just uh, give you different places that you can ring? Do you want to educate yourself? Give them, give that person options, I think is the best. Sit down, listen to them, give them options if they want advice or to educate themselves or if they want help from another person. And that for me is the biggest way you can help somebody um, who opens up to you and tells you that they're going through a hard time mentally. Right, I think that's so powerful. I really like that quote, like we have two ears and we have one mouth, so. Yeah, yeah, and that's not, and I think people can sometimes take that the wrong way and saying, okay, I shouldn't talk about your struggles. I'd like to stress that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when people go through a hard time, they open up to you, it's not about talking about how you've been through that hard time too. It's sitting down and listening to that person because that's going to help them um, feel feel heard, feel appreciated and feel loved. Right. I, I, we totally forget how powerful listening is. So I think definitely. that's a really good reminder of that. Mm. I mean, I would definitely agree listening. So important. Some other things that I would say as well are even just letting the person know that you're there for them. Whether that be like, I don't know, through a text, through a phone call, if you see them, just, you know, like, I'm here for you. You don't have to be very like overbearing in any way, but just being supportive from a distance, I think just so that person knows, okay, like I have at least someone in my corner and, you know, then it gives way for them. If they're ready to talk about it, they know that you're there and you're ready to listen. So letting them know that you're there. Also something that I would say is, offering to participate in some activities that they've committed to. So we listed a bunch of activities above about things, you know, that we would recommend that you do to build positive mental health. If you have a friend or a family member who's struggling with their mental health and they really want to commit to building positive mental health and, you know, they're committing to some of these activities, maybe ask them if they want you to join them. Because, I mean, first of all, it's more fun to do things, I think, yeah. with other people. And you also get to keep them accountable, but they keep you accountable too. So it's a two-way relationship that's super positive and you're both kind of helping each other build positive mental health. So maybe your friend is committed to going on walks five days a week. You don't have to join them every single day. That may be like overbearing. Like I said, you can just be supportive kind of from a distance. You don't have to be like on top of them because they do not need that. <laughs> So maybe you go on the walk with them once a week and it serves as a fun way for you guys to catch up and you talk, you're staying active. And at the end of the day, you're also building your positive mental health together. So kind of listening to where they're at in their journey and what they want to do, being there for them and offering to participate in things that they're doing if they want that. But yeah, just yeah. highlight being there for them. That's really, I think, the most important thing that you can do. Definitely let them know that, you know, they have options and you're there for them and, you know, finding people who can, who they can also trust. Yes, for sure. I love it. That's really, really good. So the final section, we've talked a lot about, you know, some kind of general advice and comparisons and very broad with our topics. So we just wanted to share our mental health journeys with you, because like we said, there are so many people who go through mental health, like we talked about in the beginning, the 20% of youth, people under 18, 
struggle with mental health. I think the biggest misconception and why there's so much stigma around mental health is because people think they're alone. So what we want to do is share a little bit about our journeys, just so you know that you're not alone and that, I mean, we're kind of all this work in progress. So definitely. Yeah. Amelie, do you want to share your journey? Um, right. So I'm going to reel in the years. We're going to go back to when I was quite young, uh, about, God, I would say about, I was about seven, eight years old. Um, I was bullied when I was that age and it had a huge, huge knock on effect to my confidence. Um, I was a very quiet kid anyway, very, very timid. Uh, didn't huge introvert, I would like to stress. I was a huge, I didn't like talking to anybody. Um, I had my one friend from school and my parents, my grandparents, and that was basically it. Very quiet kid, didn't really like socializing or anything of the sort. So when I was bullied, it was a huge knock-on effect to my self-confidence and my self-esteem. Um, now it did get it did get sorted, and you know it was it was sorted out, and that was all grand. But I think it was the after effect of what happened, and the words kind of sunk in a little bit more afterwards than while it was happening. If that made sense. Um, so for me, that was a huge knock-on for my confidence. Uh, fast forward a couple of years to when I was 13, um, my parents told me and my younger brother that they were going to get separated. And again, that was a huge turning point in my life because um, I think it made me grow up very quickly. Mm -hmm. And um, anyone who, who has met me, one of all my friends would say, my family as well, I'm very mature for my age. And that's just basically because, you know, um, I just had to just... I don't know, teach myself um, how to, you know, build myself up. And I had my family to help me and grow my confidence through my family and through talking to, to, to my family and people that I trust. Um, but in no way did I ever think that I would be doing anything in the media whatsoever. Like if my 13 year old self walks through the door, I think she'd actually pass out at the sight of me. Because <laughs> the fact that like this week, especially because I have met, I met you this week. I was chatting to you and you're from Canada. You're from a completely different like continent. And yes. I was talking to this lovely girl as well who has a fantastic podcast and she's from India. And then I met, I'm meeting my, my friends um, who are from across the country in Ireland. I'm meeting them this week. Um, and I was looking at myself, I was, I was just contemplating, reflecting on how far I've come. And I just went, wow, you know, and that all just came through putting yourself, putting myself out there um, and just talking about how sometimes I don't have good days all the time. I really, really don't. And I like to stress that. And when I do have a bad day, uh, I journal about it. Um, I write a lot of poems um for me it's it's my way of, of stress releasing and when I don't know what I'm feeling I put into words put into poems and for me it's just huge stress relief and that really came about when my parents uh announced that they were getting separated writing how I was feeling was a huge thing I forgot to mention that earlier but then as well um just just talking to my to my parents and saying listen I'm actually not having a good day um I think I just need to be alone or go for a walk or meet my friends or whatever it may be I'll just let them know and you know they're very understanding and saying that you know yeah you can you know if it's going to uh, make you happy improve your mental health then yeah you go do that do what's do what's right for you for your mental health 
But I think it's important for people to remember that uh, in no way that anyone is exempt from, from mental health issues. And I think people forget that as well. When I do a mental health podcast, they're like, oh, you know, you must be so happy all the time. And you're so good to be doing this. I'm like, no, I have my bad days too. Like there's days that I've sat crying. I'm like, why are all these bad things happening to these people? Why, you know, why am I doing this? <laughs> why, why, why is this like not happening for me? Why is, you know, different things I've I have had my bad days like I have balls my eyes out I've gotten really angry just the way things have turned out but what you've got to remember is that time heals and it's it's it's, it hurts to to hear that sometimes but time heals and in no way is anyone exempt from mental health issues we all go through tough times we all go through good times so for me that's my mental health journey and I'm still trying myself to remember that you know it's okay to have the bad days and the good days and that everything everything happens for a reason um self-belief is a big thing as well I'm still trying to work on my self-confidence I think that's it's still an ever-growing ever growing thing for me to work on but yeah that is my mental health journey so far but currently I'm in an, a, a very very good place um I'm very happy I'm blessed with the life that I have and the family and the friends around me um but yeah that would be my that'd be my mental health journey very extended <laughs> <laughs> no it was very good I enjoyed hearing about it I think that's good to hear that you're in a good place right now mm. but thank you <laughs> no problem my mental health journey is definitely different because everyone's is quite different yes I am someone who tends to unintentionally put a lot of pressure on myself. So especially in school. And sometimes that can definitely be overwhelming because it's this pressure to achieve and be like at a certain standard. I'm also just sometimes like a more nervous person by nature, I feel like. So I just tend to overthink think things naturally. I was also bullied when I was younger. Yeah. I was bullied a lot younger than you were. I got glasses when I was two and a half, which is crazy. I know no one has glasses yeah. at two and a half, but I got them at that age. And because no one had them, I guess like I was different. So kids just bullied me because I was different. And that definitely my confidence took a blow. I was super quiet like you. I think maybe yeah. because of that, I was super quiet because I was just so frustrated. I didn't understand why. Like, you know, everyone was being so mean to me. I was like, I just have glasses. Like, it's not like a big deal. I'm the same person. I just wear these things in my face so I can see. Like, that's it. Yeah. That definitely affected my confidence. A lot of those things. But I mean, like you said, time totally does heal. And like, I also don't know. I always like said I wanted to be an actress. So I kind of don't know that I would be as shocked if my younger self saw me now because I wanted to do something in the media. But maybe my younger, younger self, when I was, you know, in the midst of the bullying and being like kind of nervous about all these things that were going on, it's maybe something that I wouldn't have expected because I'm just like talking about these things now and I'm confident and I'm kind of extroverted. It's quite the 180, if I may say so myself. But I mean, like you said, something that has actually really helped me build positive mental health is like what I said earlier, remembering to take time for myself. 
And I want to emphasize that that can look different on any given day. It looks different for every person, but even within just yourself, it looks different on any day. Maybe one day I really want to do like one of those hardcore workouts and I'm going to run and I'm going to do weights and I'm going to like train and toning exercises and that's going to be great. And then maybe the next day I don't feel up to that and I just want to watch Netflix. I just want to emphasize that it's not a one size fits all thing. It's very individualistic. It's up to you. So what works for you on a given day, you have to listen to yourself. You have to get to know yourself and practice these things and find what works, find what doesn't work, kind of filter through that and then stick to those things. That's really what helped me finding things like I did dance when I was younger. That was something that was a good outlet for me. I've played the piano for like since I was five. So that's been another creative outlet. Just finding things that you enjoy, doing those things, and they serve as releases from what you're going on. So it's like, if you're a dancer, maybe you're stressed right now, go dance it out. I almost guarantee that after like 10, 15 minutes, you kind of forget. It's like, you know, the problem is still there, but you kind of forget about it. And then sometimes you even think of ways to approach it in a different way when your mind is not so focused on it, when you let it kind of be in the background. And that really helps you build your positive mental health, build resilience and work towards achieving all of that. But like Amelie said, no one is exempt from, you know, dealing with their mental health and struggling. We all have our bad days, but it's just learning how to cope with those bad days and bad situations so you can kind of get out of that rut and work towards that positive mental health that we all want to achieve. So yeah, that is my journey. I think a very fitting way to close this episode is just with the final question. We've talked a lot about a lot of different advice, a lot of things, and I want to make sure we kind of give our listeners something to take away from this. Just what, if you take away one thing, this is what it'll be. So I'm going to ask you, Amelie, what is your best piece of advice for someone who may be struggling with their mental health right now? Um, so I'm someone who, who lives a lot by quotes. I, I think quotes just kind of sum up everything quite perfectly. Um, so I heard a quote on one of my, another one of my favorite films, sure it's coming to me now, mm-hmm. is The Great Exotic uh, Marigold Hotel fabulous film it just warms my heart every time I I watch it and a quote from that film is everything will be all right in the end and if it's not all right then it is not the end Um, that's good I love that one it is a good one and you know I heard I I watched the film again recently it's like one of my comfort films I watched the get I watched again recently and I just went oh my god that is that is so 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 true um because there are so many people who, who are currently going through a hard time right now and it, they can be in a very, very dark place. Or even if you're not in a dark place and you're just finding it um, and you're just going through a hard day or whatever, um, knowing that there is, there is hope, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, the fact is that you're, you're not alone. I mean, we talked about it here today that, you know, we 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 both went through bullying. Me me and you, Steph. We both we went we both went through bullying. I didn't know that before we started. And you know, it's it's a thing where everybody goes through things in their life that aren't necessarily talked about. Um, but know that you are, are never ever alone. 
and if it is not okay where you are right now um you can talk to somebody you can listen to um even my podcast even your podcast um Steph and just you know hear other people's stories about mental health um is can be very empowering and yeah just knowing that you're not alone and if it's not all right then it is not the end so just yeah there's always always help and yeah you'll you'll be okay you'll be okay that's a really great quote I really liked it but that's all we have for today I mean thank you so much for joining me I think this is a great place to end this was such an excellent episode and I'm so happy that we did this Oh, thank you so much, Steph, for having me on my first podcast episode. So I'm actually on another on another podcast. I'm actually delighted. Yes, no problem. Well, this was great. And yeah, out to the outro now. Okay, everyone, you've officially made it to the end of my two-part episode with Ameline on mental health. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Ameline for joining I learned a lot about mental health and I'm really looking forward to implementing some of the strategies that we talked about to continue to build my positive mental health and I hope that we've inspired you to do the same. As always, remember to subscribe, follow, rate, and review the podcast if you enjoyed this episode and if you're looking forward to similar episodes. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. The username is at the sit down with Steph. Thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this two-part episode and I hope you will join me again next time. Bye.